It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Kind of talked about that. Like, I like those podcasts where they just. Start they just start recording. So we just did it again. No, but last week you you said that uh, something with the butthole. Or oh, like that. that was terrible. That ter- That's what I was apologizing for. Yeah, but we were sponsored by Toyota last week. Oh, not on the one I listened to. Oh, was mine was a, Toyota, an insurance company that okay. I heard. So thanks to whoever uh, just played an ad before the show. Thanks Thank for you for sponsoring. sponsoring. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Actually, uh, if our listeners want to contribute, let us know what ad you heard. It's kind of interesting to see what wide range. Did you know that, Rose, that we're, we're sponsored? Yes. Yeah. You mentioned. Yeah. So Carl's Jr. week before. This week, we're sponsored <laughs> by Tarkanian and Knight Law. Oh, my goodness. You know what? No, it took 45 seconds for you to mention it. Uh, is that, <laughs> I told you I had an agenda. Is that the one thing in the agenda the that you're going to bring up? The one thing that I had. Okay. I thought we were going to get into that a little bit later. We can tease it and wait or whatever. We well, don't know, do that. It's so funny. Was, we're, we're such a good podcast. I was actually going to call Amy today for comment. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I guess we get just right into it. So... Samira Knight was uh, a friend of the Tarkanians. She worked on Danny's Senate campaign. I think she was his... Hey, we have a camera here, by the way. You can, Political yeah. director. Right. <laughs> and uh, the, uh, she went to UNLV, graduated from law school, uh, became a lawyer, and opened up a firm with Danny Tarkanian, Tarkanian and Knight. Um, something happened in between that where uh, she ended up suing Chris Dyer. No, no, no. She didn't sue me. She sent me a couple of cease and desists. Oh, she said she was going to sue your pants off or oh, something yeah. like that. Yeah, she was going to ruin me. I yeah, think. she was going to ruin you. Maybe and, she did. And that that angers me. I don't like people picking on my friends. I know. And so not much respect for her. I have respect for all humans, though. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, I think it's just human nature to, you know have respect for people she just kind of put herself out as not a good person in our movie yeah we need a villain we yeah. need we need a heel and she's she's been one but she's got this weird relationship with the guy that's the president of veterans and politics international steve sanson uh she's been on his show multiple times okay and so there's history and there. so, so they get weird yeah i i can't tell you you could totally speculate but we're, we're not about speculating right uh but uh, they they have a steve when you have a relationship with steve sanson Boy. it's just weird it, it, we had a relationship with Steve. We yeah, did. And it was weird. There was a time with this guy, we actually... <laughs> see, I feel weird bad-mouthing him because he likes to fire back, you know? Whatever. Uh, Nobody right. watches or listens but there to was a time. But there was a time that we actually respected this guy. Like, sure. oh no, I missed the Veterans in Politics uh, endorsement uh, yeah. interview. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very critical to have the Veterans in Politics endorsement. So, yeah, you, you don't know. You, you see when political newbies come around because they... They parade their that endorsement, and you're like, "This guy is a joke." Yeah, like he's he's um, I don't know, he's lecherous. So the, the problem is, there's two sides to everybody, I suppose. And and Steve uh, may seem like he's tilting at windmills, but he also goes after bad people, uh, and yeah. and he's gone after some people in the family courts that have turned out to be uh, bad folks. 
And and now, the, like two of the heels in our world are going against one another, and it makes me feel bad to feel bad for Samira. Like he posted videos of her. I guess she's had some medical issues. My wife is such a cynic that uh, when I showed her the video that Steve posted, their their law the, firm in ruins. Yeah, just like is in in like a tornado went through there and they closed down. But then he posted also photos of her. Uh, I, I guess IVs and stuff like that. Yeah, I guess she's she's had some medical issues when she's been doing trials or in, in court. And Deborah right away was like drugs, like she's a party girl, like she's probably showing up to court. Is that Deborah just speculating, or does like Deborah have experience with people who've like that had serious drug issues where those are the similar signs? That was just Deborah jumping to the conclusion where I was thinking maybe Samira actually has medical issues that. You know, now I feel bad for buying her domain name and kind of going back and mm. forth with her over the Tark the Shark. She should have got hamburgers with you. Right. She should have taken that, that was, from me when she had That the was chance. Chris's way of being able to give all the Tark the Shark stuff back is just buy me a hamburger and we'll call it even. And still win. Yeah. I just, yeah, but I, she, she took it a weird way. She did. And, yeah, kind of harassed me about it. But I wanted to feel bad for her, and Deborah was like, no, she's a rich lawyer who parties and probably shows up at court still feeling the after effects of whatever she's been on. And I was like, okay, yeah, that could be, I mean, cocaine, Molly, uh, whatever party drugs she might be doing. uh, Maybe. Yeah. She can't show up to court and she has medical issues, but Steve posted like really invasive photos. Uh, I don't know how he got those pictures, but of her, like, you know, being in, in hospital, like, getting worked on, you know, mm-hmm. or like being put it loaded into a, uh, an ambulance on a stretcher. Like it was really weird. Like, he was trying to make a strong case, but she really did provide a lot of stuff, but I feel like it's some of the, it's that, uh, lawyer mentality of providing as much documentation as possible to make your case. Is that her putting that out in her own social media? Well, who took those pictures? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Did Steve like follow her around and like catch her getting into an ambulance and catch her being worked <laughs> on at the dive? Yeah, I mean, or is she trying to exactly like you said build her case that she's not well and and feel bad for me? Right. Like a kind of a Munchausen syndrome Maybe. thing. Like feel bad for me. I'm sick. Yeah. Everybody love me. I guess. Yeah. So uh, I, I posted a comment to Steve's. No one comments on Steve's stuff when he posts it on Clark County Republicans, but I just... Well, Steve's one of those types that's cried wolf way too many times. Yeah, that's true. And so um, no one listens. And then he then he himself has to present all this evidence in order for people to... You know, like, hey, that's actually kind of interesting. Uh, I think... Um, what's his name? Stephen Stubbs? Uh-huh. Yeah, he, he's kind of that way, too. Yeah, um, yeah. The Where, biker, biker lawyer that yeah. goes. I mean, because cool. I mean, he takes on a lot of crazy cool cases. Yeah, um, but sometimes like it, there's a lot of hyperbole to what he does. And yeah, yeah, he is kind of trying to be a character. Yeah, but I, if you go to samiranight.com, I, I mean, guess lawyers kind of have to be gimmicky like that, especially here. Yeah, and I, I see like um, billboards for lawyers. Like there's Victoria Valentine or something like that. Yeah. She almost look like sometimes I feel like I'm driving around in Grand Theft Auto. Knockvi. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that guy's a model that they put on a billboard. Dude, his billboard has a billboard for his hair. Yeah, like it's crazy. And I met with. Have him. you watched his commercials? No, I hear Dude, them. We on... pick those things apart. Oh, good He's Lord. like, if we are not wowing you every step of the way, we're not doing our jobs. 
there's like there's like there's like four frames of <laughs> and, and yeah then there's the guy the the guy that does that weird thing with his finger he's paired up with one of the with posers. you yeah the um bernstein and poisson yeah poisson. yeah and that's why ed bernstein had done commercials where the girls on her laptop she's like there's a lot of bernstein lawyers out there yeah, yeah but ed's the only one that's helping our community of course, he's helping our community because he's got his own dispensary. Um, oh, yeah. good for Ed. Is he New Leaf? I think he might be New Leaf. Oh, boy. One of those. And I, I recently, uh, just this week, met um, uh, uh, George Haynes Okay. of Haynes and Krieger. Uh, you met him? I did. Did you yeah. do a sign or something like that? Uh, yeah, went and gave the guy some money so that we can go to uh, get our um, bankruptcy done, hopefully by the end of the year. Oh, nice. I will be uh, completely... Uh, wash my hands of, of and you actually work with him, the guy from the commercial. Or yeah, you not, get, you just stick you with some kid. Well, no, you work with a paralegal when you're dumping all your paperwork and all your stuff onto them. But yeah. you actually do have to consult with your attorney. So you either get nice. George Haynes or David Krieger. Nice. And I think we did a bankruptcy a long time ago, and we met David Krieger. I think he's lost a bunch of weight. But it was good yeah, to meet has, the other half. I've seen some recent commercials. Yeah, I mean, he, they were they were they're both cool, and, That's cool. and they do good things. I guess if you're going bankruptcy, if you consider bankruptcy a good thing, I do. Yeah, right no, now. It, well, <laughs> look, people wouldn't do it if it didn't end up being something good for them. Yeah. So I, no, I don't think there's any shame behind it, and I don't think it's a bad thing. It's probably one of those positions where you don't look forward to, but well, you get a long, it's relief and you have a game plan to get out of it. Yeah, there's a long period where you've got to not be able to get a house and stuff like that afterwards. You know, yeah. like there's, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, it, I look at it like a toilet and this, this, <laughs> this whole uh, process that I went through turned out to be a big turd and now okay. I get to flush it and then you got to wait for the tank to fill up and, and I can get... Ready to to brew up the next one, okay. and and, and <laughs> hopefully it's it's a it's a golden egg instead of a, a you know a brown log next time. I don't know. The analogy has gone way off the rails. No, nah, that's good analogy. <laughs> Eventually, I'm going to lay a golden egg. I'm not going to quit. That's the point. Uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna start up another. You little... Get your big girl panties ready. I got my big girl panties on. That was here. a Victoria Seaman uh, quote right there. Yeah. What was she being criticized for? She said, but she just said, I wear my big girl panties and. We then she became a meme. Yeah, after that. I don't know what that was—an email that she sent out or something. Oh, happy birthday to Carl's girlfriend. He's not. Yes, here happy birthday, Carl's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. He, he couldn't make it. He must really like this girl. I guess because like she, he doesn't bring her around. I met her. She's cool. No, I mean we've all met her. Right. Yeah. Well, I didn't know everybody had met her. I you just I haven't oh, been I'm around. Sorry. I've maybe. been away for a while, but yeah. It seems maybe like, you get some proprietary. Um, Engagements with her or something. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, they got to give it the slow burn, I guess. Yeah, and that's, that's a good thing. I'm just glad Carl's more involved in the podcast before. You know? Yeah, because I mean he's chairman of the Republican Party, and so it's good to have a celebrity. Yeah, I was really hoping I could do the prayer next week. Yeah, and well, then I guess he wants Jordan Ross to do the prayer. Jordan Ross's dad is visiting. That, oh, is that coming? That's up what it is. Tuesday. Jordan Ross's dad. How old is he? I don't know. But Jordan I, Ross is an old man. You get to see like the no Jordan's only like forty. Uh, I'm kidding. He's really no. Old. He's from the oh, 40s. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so yeah, his old man is probably like got a way better voice than even him. Just, oh, 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 Dude, oh, oh. I want to meet that. So my problem, my problem is it's at the Santa Fe. Is it on Tuesday? My problem is it's at the Santa Fe. My problem has always been that it's been down here. 
And oh, I've that's to, true. I've had to do a 45-minute drive every time I want to go to the Silverton to go see the meeting. Thank you for your you service, drag man. drag yourself up to the Santa Fe for the last meeting in the northwest part of town. Yeah. All the mosquitoes. Do they still do the satellite locations for the mosquitoes? No, they don't the, do that, yeah. that crap. No, Carl's chairman. They, Good. They don't do that crap. Yeah. yeah. So the mesquite people can make it down to the Santa Fe, and I, I don't know. I've never. I just want to go and raise, like, you know, just crap on them about, like, uh, we need an audit. You know, how much money is in the account? What are you spending it on? Carl, you suck. You're stealing everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All yeah. that stuff. I just want to go and take notes on my phone and then write another Juggalo Patriot blog. Yeah, it's miss, been so long. Miss Juggalo Patriot, um, you keep people in check. Well, not, yeah, I mean... No, you do, it, uh, it, whether you accept that way or not. Well, I, I like to write. It's fun to as a writing exercise to write as a different character mm-hmm. and actually, like, uh, try and be clever and then go find pictures that work with the blog. Like, I don't write a consistent blog, so it's it's fun to write that stuff. Yeah. Like, I, I, I think I'm pretty clever. I go back clever. and read my old stuff, and I'm like, boy, that's that's pretty witty. Not bad. <laughs> No, yeah, a lot of great stuff. We, I'm really impressed with myself. We <laughs> we we had a pretty good heyday in the the Ron Paul group. Dude, this, this is really cool. So this camera, it's it's right now it's scanning uh, the whole grid of our environment. Oh boy! And it's finding all the shots that we can use. Oh, so, neat! So I'm like going in between all that. Yeah. So you and Gene were trying this camera out. Yeah. Uh, I saw on Periscope. I only got. I, I, Gene I has fun with it because I make a joke like, "Oh, we should go get online right now," and then, then he comes. He goes back with his into it. What does that do? Because he was he's, he was playing with my toys. <laughs> I have a desk full of things, uh, fidgety things, you know, right. obviously. And um, so, no, Gene was going nuts. I get tweets from you, so I saw one that said "test" while it was working one day, and then the other one was today, and I was like, "What is this test thing he's doing?" And then I brought it up, and I was like, "Oh, it's the Mevo camera. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah." But I think the next step on that is lighting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So and and maybe perspective. Like we're gonna have to find some way to turn ourselves where we. Oh can... yeah. Well, the thing is, Rose and I were having a discussion about where we're gonna set the podcast. Right. So Rose thinks we should do it upstairs in the loft. Is that right? That's your man cave. Yeah. The man cave. But, but the babies I, but are gonna th- be. But there might be a corner that. in the garage actually that might work out well. Oh, I think. There you go. Because that yeah. way we get fun. We could paint. Uh, we can build some fake walls. Ooh, a little green uh, background or something, or blue. Um, I don't know about keying it. I think mm. we just set up something simple because I think we have good lighting with it. And, right. Um, eh, who knows? Yeah, a fake brick wall or something. Make it look like Rogan's studio. I'm yeah. kidding. I don't do that. I don't, no, don't copy so that. Totally rip that he off. He had a really good uh, interview with Billy Corrigan. I, did, I saw that. Did you listen to it? I saw it when it originally aired. Okay. And now he like just posted it for some reason. It's hard to keep up with that dude anymore. Oh, I know. Yeah. Well, I, I subscribe, and then I just look and see who's on it. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I got to catch up on all my podcasts. I'm trying to get over. I went, uh, I finally peed clean. I, I nice. Congratulations. I no THC in my system. I peed in my own cup in the drug the drugstore uh, drug test, uh-huh. and then for some reason felt like I had passed a drug test and could start smoking weed again. And I'm like, no, you dummy. Like, you have to get a job. Is that, is and that, then, is that like being in the black in your bank account? It's like, yeah. all right. I can go buy stuff now. I go buy stuff and yeah. bounce checks. Like, no, no, no. You have to... And, and I'm going to have to maintain, too, because if I go to the sign company that I'm, uh, I am I applied there, it was so cool, just going in and, hey, guys, and dropping off an application, knowing that if they handed me a cup right then, I could handle my, yeah. my business. And, 
uh, we're going to give them a couple of weeks, and if they don't, because uh, they're getting the Fremont Street experience, mm -hmm. and they have panel changes, so it's kind of like independent work. You just put in your earbuds and you know grind away for eight to ten hours, and mm -hmm. then go home. And it's union, so I, I would be getting paid more, and I wouldn't have to deal with the the dummies that I have to deal with at the place I'm at now. But if they don't holler at me within a couple of weeks, Deborah's chomping at the bit. She's already like, "You got to go apply at Yesco." I'm like, "Are you serious? Like, I just went and applied at Vision." Like, can you let that application sit there for a couple of days and work through whoever it's got to work through to hire me before I just run to Yesco? I don't want to get right. two phone calls. Right. And uh, Kelly uh, got me an application that I've got to finish up for the medical marijuana agent uh, card. Mm -hmm. They have cards for uh, dispensary, uh, cultivation, and the labs. So I can just go ahead and pre-get that card so that I can go ahead and work for one of the, the cool. pros. Well, Kelly's yeah. awesome. Like yeah, that. he's hooking me up. I, nice. I guess there's a big convention in town. Well, I was going to talk about that. I was waiting for you to finish so I don't so talk I could over you. So I into it. Yeah, because yeah. uh, so, yeah, I work next to the convention center. That's so true. I get caught up in all the traffic and stuff. And so it was, it's it's the oldest marijuana convention ever. Okay. Um, it's, it's probably, which isn't too long, I think it's, 20 years old, something mm -hmm. like that, but it's the business side of things. Right. And so the last four years, it's just blown up. They used to do it over at um, Mandalay Bay. This is the first year they actually did it at the convention center. It's that big. Hmm. And so they, they bring out a lot of products, and we were it's, – it's sweeps. Uh, sweeps ends on Tuesday. We're trying to get those last-minute stories out. Right. And so we were actually pitching some ideas along the lines of going out there and – uh, getting back into the edible discussion, I think that's something that people should be having more conversations about because edibles aren't just about the THC, but there's also working with the hemp side of things. Um, or the CBDs, yeah, the, or the, CBDs. the stuff for pain relief Right, that doesn't get you high. Right, right. and so um, we're doing a story on soda pop, um, hemp. Is huh. it, would it still be hemp or would it still be marijuana? Um, but you know, we, we were joking about it. They say hemp cause it sounds safer, but it's still cannabis. Yeah. It's still cannabis. Yeah. yeah. Hemp has zero. So there's this cannabinoid, um, uh, edible place. I don't know. We talked to the guy, but he was very clear that this stuff is family friendly. Right. Um, kids, it helps kids with anxiety mm -hmm. issues and, and further on that. Seizure disorders. And seizure disorders, especially. Well, that's, what's that called? Uh, Charlotte's web, mm -hmm. um, is what helps with the seizures. Right. Um, and that's good. Put into an oil and helps the kids. Yep, um, dogs, dogs yeah. that have seizures, all those issues. Yeah. Um, so this is what cracks me up about this, and this was my observation today, where I finally put it into consciousness. Even though I found out about it, or I put it, you know, in the back of my mind the other day. But that whole road down to the convention center is just all foot traffic from whoever's at the convention. Mm -hmm. There was way, way too many people than I expected. That were smoking the tobacco coming from the convention. Like tobacco smokers. Like you would think like people. Cigarette. Cigarette. Users. Tobacco. Yeah, because yeah. I, I saw smoke. I'm like, oh, it must be lighting up. I was like, yeah. why are they smoking tobacco though? Like, how could you tell? Because it was black smoke. It was that nasty black smoke huh. and seeing butts on it and everything. Uh, huh. uh, unless it's like a new string that. 
I don't know. Mm-hmm. I I never really could tell the difference. I mean, no, well, there's white smoke from marijuana. Well, my cigarettes always had white smoke too. I don't know what they're smoking that has black smoke. That would be like oil or something. No, that'd be like good. nasty cigarettes. I yeah, I, I, you can tell they look different. People yeah. hold. It's funny. Yeah, people hold joints differently than they, than they do uh, tobacco. Yeah, cigarettes. yeah, and that's another thing too. You wouldn't do it. Um, yeah, I, I when I had that whole incident, but it, it was the, it was clear. And then they're flicking. You save your butt if you're. Uh, Smoking marijuana, too. Normally, you tap a joint, and yeah, with a cigarette, you kind of flick it with your thumb. It's weird. Yeah, the, okay. whole, like, the, whole, hand, <laughs> the whole hand thing is different. It's a big difference between the two. Because, yeah, I was a cigarette smoker for a long time. Yeah. I, yeah not, I get around people that smoke cigarettes. It's still hard to be around them. It smells do you, good. Do you get triggered? Yeah, it reminds me of my dad, or mm. you know, it reminds me of like when I was a cigarette yeah. smoker. Like something inside of me says, oh, you should have one of these. When I had the whole incident with the narcissist who I haven't had. Oh, yeah, you said it was driving you to that. I knew people. Something I had to tell myself. I knew knew people after Donald Trump was elected. Went back to smoking. They they ran down to Rite Aid. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But that's something I had to tell myself is like that is giving that person power. Yeah. So if Trump made you go back to smoking cigarettes, all you did was give Trump that power. Right. He he didn't make you do that. Oh, you know what? You're weak. Like invested in like... uh, yeah, and the cigarette companies. Yeah. Right. Next That's time. always a solid investment to invest in oh, yeah. tobacco next companies. Time, yeah, next time some person's about to get elected. Well, they're going to continue to use tobacco uh, to make uh, vapes, too. So, you know, tobacco... You Is that where to, they get the... Yeah, you um, still have to get the nicotine from nicotine, the t- yeah. tobacco. So if they process it to get the nicotine just to put it in vapes... Yeah, so tobacco's not, like, out of... No. no, okay. No, it's just going to have a different process. Interesting to know. Yeah. Okay. Because you can't synthesize nicotine. It comes from a plant. Right. And people still use it. It's it's a mind stimulant. I'm not opposed to people using nicotine. It's just the uh, the you know transferal system, the sticking it in your cheek and gum is disgusting. It, and it's funny, though, with the vaping, because I made another observation that I'm noticing that the people, the drivers that I noticed the most that are doing the vape, mm-hmm. are pizza delivery guys. Hmm. Um, oh, yeah, they can't smoke cigarettes around the no, pizzas. No, but I'm noticing, like, more and more, like, I'll be at a red light, and I'll see the... Uh, like, yeah. vape, vape is crazy. Yeah. Like, uh, like, do you have to have, like, a big amount of, you know, the, the vape They're, inside you to get that same effect as a cigarette? So in that vape life, these people create their own rigs like they're lightsabers, like they're Jedis, yeah. and there is a whole... Uh, culture around the plume yeah dude vape, vape nation dude. vape vape nation dude yeah, whatever and yeah so there is like have you seen the people that do the tricks with the the plumes like they'll 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 take this tabletop and they'll uh blow it out on the table real gently megan's jealous of us right now hi and, megan and then they'll make little swirls we got to play megan's commercial you, can you pull that up, or I, I can pull it up? Um, I can't pull it up right now. I can. Uh, so, yeah, you make, like, these little tornadoes. and Like, there used to be magicians that would do cool stuff with uh, soap bubbles and tobacco smoke. Mm-hmm. So you can still do that now, but uh, vape smoke, or, uh, the, you know, the plumes are thicker smoke. So they get really cool effects. Yeah, I mean that's fine, I guess. If you need to be, if you need to look like a steam train going down the road <laughs> as you're delivering pies, it's just weird looking. It's fine too. Um, I remember too some of the first Ron Paul meetings we were having when uh, Boys Town moved into the Lakes House, uh-huh. and this guy's talking to us, and then he just pulls out a vape and starts vaping. And it's talking. I was like, 
That's just weird, you like, know? Like a big rig or like a little e-cigarette? I think it was a little e-cigarette. It, it was weird, though, just the fact, because it was like the early stages of that stuff. Yeah. And um, you're like, hey, man, and you can't just, smoke in And you're just talking. And that's the thing. So it's like, I get it. It's not like a secondhand kind of thing. Yeah. But it's as if you farted and you see the cloud of fart, like, oh, avoid that, you know? Yeah. Can like, you not do that? That thing was inside of your lungs, and now it's like around us, you know? Yeah. Um, but that was like the big marketable thing about vaping in the beginning was that you could smoke anywhere, including airplanes. And yep. so there was the, the the videos that were passed around with guys on the airplane smoking his vape thing. And then everyone's like, hey, you can't be doing it. I was like, who says? <laughs> you know? And it was just so corny. They said to turn off all your electronic devices. How about that? Yeah. You know, if you're not smoking, at least, yeah, turn off your little e-pin that might <laughs> right. bring the plane down, you jerk. Yeah, but it, it's funny because there's like the big vape uh, conventions where they have uh, the contest. Oh, sorry. Are you pulling up her radio thing? Yeah. Sorry. Dude, she did awesome on that. Of course. Yeah. She's pro. She's been uh, practiced and, and well-trained through play the it, DATM it. University. Microphone that thing, dude. Since 1967, Town and Country Lanes in Kaiser has been the place for all of your Christmas, birthday, and work parties, as well as taking care of the must and fuss so that you can enjoy your guests and enjoy that special time. They have leagues available for individuals, full teams, and on Saturday mornings, they have their youth programs. Peewees from 2 to 6 years old, Bantam from 6 to 12, and Juniors from 12 to 20. Town and Country is located on River Road in North Kaiser and online at bullcrazy.com. She That's said so cool. one and a half takes. I'm not sure what that means. One and a half but takes? One and a half. Um, yeah, she pretty... probably cut. <clears throat> Let me do that again. Okay. That's, that's a half take. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you get, uh, I mean, yeah, that's, we, we pride ourselves It's like when we do the podcast. We do the, we, right we do the podcast one and a half takes. All of the Juggalo Patriot music that we did was pretty much one and a half takes. Dude, it was, glory yeah. days. We got to get back into that. I got some song ideas. I, just, I need to be unemployed, really, to really get into my music, so. Yeah, that was, that was your. I was, I have, I was telling Deborah. I said, you know, um, uh, Jake, like, he had his birthday, I don't know, that was oh yeah I was telling her my brother Jake yeah and, yeah Halloween and, and he yeah. said uh, don't post happy birthday post a story about me yeah. so I posted you know when you made the music for uh, therapist uh, no the leader oh. we need oh yeah he, he took an uh, a, a Mormon hymn mm-hmm. and then he no put, no he took an Irish tune oh it was an Irish Folk tune song. that had been converted to, to a Mormon a hymn. Mormon hymn mm-hmm. it, it was um, basically a public domain song yeah that he played on his guitar That's so that right. I could make Later the song Ro- roses in the background uh, she did background Rose vocals did sing in it yep. That's right and and <laughs> uh, so I I commented that but then I went through the other comments and everything was about him teaching someone to play guitar or playing music for somebody yeah. and then of course. Uh, uh, Travis probably still has his uh, chops for playing the drums, so yeah. I was telling Deborah like, there's probably some way to get it all together and and have like you know the Isbell band. Uh, Dude, that'd be cool. Make make some tunes. Yeah, I'm actually supposed to go to Travis's house. We've been talking for weeks about recording some stuff. So nice. Um, he wanted to get back on the drums I and say, record yeah, something. He, so he needs to keep a drum kit in the garage or something and keep that going. I think he does. I'm sure he does. Man, I wonder if we get these spammers. I'm just gonna periscope. We all these weird names. They get Salam, Merhaba, Hala, oh. Chow, Hej. Those people are watching. Yeah, yeah. I get real freaked out when I see um, like Arab names liking my different pages that I yeah. have. I'm like, why? 
Yeah. I mean, there's just there's so many of them, and they're they're starved for content. I don't know. I'm happy to provide content for those folks, but sometimes I get worried that maybe I'm being set up. Does inside baseball for broadcasting interest you at all? Sure. So, like, when there's drama, because there's a really good blog. Um, uh, <laughs> regard. <laughs> oh. uh, F- FTV Live. Uh-huh. Um, this guy is a daily blogger about just the gossip of what's going on in broadcasting in general. Right. FTV Live. And he posted a weather girl in Palm Springs that was so proud of her 50,000 followers on, on uh, Facebook. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. And then he does, runs that scan. 90% of them are bought and paid for. Uh-huh. But the girl like posted a picture of her, you know, dollar dollar bill kind of thing, and right. then everyone's all you know like joking around wearing sunglasses, praising her and acting all paparazzi. And then her meme said, you know, when you get that fifty thousandth uh, follower on Facebook, and, and then the guy's like, yeah, but, and then she's saying, and everyone's like, how do you do it? How do you do it? Go on Fiverr. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's just it. He basically calls her out on that stuff, saying like. We've bought we've bought we've bots so for people. Yeah, like because it's funny every election cycle. Yeah, uh, it's so funny. Like a candidate comes out of nowhere, and then they say, "Hey, let's get the one thousand followers." Like, okay, okay, well, I'll get you there. <laughs> I'll throw you five bucks, and then I just wait, I just burn a five dollar bill. Yeah. and get them ten thousand followers, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I hope they're impressed. I hope they're like, "We did it!" Yeah, Yay! we got there. <laughs> Yeah, it's better to have them organic, but it's still fun to like dump them on someone. Oh yeah, that doesn't want them that way. Yeah, it's funny because because they they look at they run their analytics on that stuff and find out where everybody's coming from. Aww. So yeah, I got some of these followers apparently. Man, yeah, I, I was t- I was explaining to Joe about Manchurian candidates and what that means. I, I said, you know, when I was in the military, I you know going because I get these weird followers and stuff. Um, I told him, I said, if I should ever commit a huge, heinous crime, some sort of you know thing that seems out of character, you have to go on the news and say, my dad told me that this was a possibility, that he may have been trained in the military and not even know it. Because I've had compartmentalized memories uh-huh. come back up lately, that you know stuff that I've forgotten. So I'm like, what if I was trained somehow in the military to just be a random dude? And then all of a sudden, one day I get the phone call. You know, it's like pineapple banana sauce. And all of a sudden, I'm like, got to go shoot up yeah. a country concert or something. It's funny. It's like, geez, dude, that's a, a little on the nose. Yeah. A little yeah. Too but I mean, nose. that's, yeah, I'm no, just but saying, I, like, that's, I was actually the same thing because my grandpa, he did some like crazy intelligence. Hashtag big and no, strong, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Get that in. Um, my grandpa did some intelligence for like crazy, weird intelligence um, in the army for uh, during the Korean War. Right. And, um, yeah, he had his funeral and everything. And then, it, um, I just kept thinking like, I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe they like, there's more to my grandfather's, you know, death that they want to monitor and be aware of or something like that. Right. Like, I don't know. Like, um, I love Rand Paul just got on. Right? I know. Right. Yeah. I think I hear myself. That guy's awesome. Yeah. He is pretty cool. I, I was thinking about getting back with, uh, doing some more Chuck Farley stuff since, yeah. Rand got beat up. You know what's funny? Everybody that like barely pays attention, I guess people watch Fox News or whatever, so I would mention that this guy beat up Rand Paul. And the people that I talked to were like, no, some woman beat him up. And I'm like, no, it's Renee Boucher, the 
guy's a guy. Like, he has a women's name. Like, I think a lot of people think that Rand Paul got beat up in his yard by some lady just, <laughs> just because, you know, they don't pay attention. Renee, someone named Renee beat him up in his yard. <laughs> he's all better now, though, right? He's, they say he's, like, walking around, like, all hurt. He can't even shake yeah, hands but with like, people. Yeah, but, like, pierced a rib. Or, I mean, pierced, like, a lung or something like that. Yeah, like something, a cavity like, in between. Man, I feel weird uh, going through a situation like that. I would use that as an excuse to never shake hands again. Oh, my ribs. Sorry, I can't shake hands. Like, just, you mm-hmm. know. Oh, just yeah, like John McCain does? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, John McCain totally uses that. Bad arm <laughs> yeah. as an excuse not to shake hands. Then Bob Dole, I think, always had problems a with pen. One. Yeah, so he always just carried yeah, a pen. He in carried his hand. a pen, yeah, in his dead it's arm. Like Simpsons always <laughs> captured that. Oh man, it seems like you could do so much better stuff with your yeah. your your bad arm nowadays. Like get a cyborg arm and just be a bad. So, question: um, You were deployed. Yeah. Well, yeah, in the Navy I was deployed, yeah. Did you guys get USO tours while you were in the Navy? Um, we didn't. We had, um, USO was available to us when we'd hit port, and sometimes I mean, they may have had a concert or something. Never anything cool because I wasn't in during uh, the, the, the more glorious wars that we've had. Okay. So we didn't have, like, cool bands come and play on the ship or anything. No Nickelback or anything like that? No. Uh-uh. They're Canadian. I don't know if yeah, they That's another thing that Bill Corgan said, too. Is Nickelback's not bad. Yeah, they're not bad. No. There's a comedian that had this I, whole tirade about why do we hate on Guy Fieri. Yeah, Guy Fieri and, and, and then, Nickelback. yeah. Nickelback. Yeah, yeah like, what's wrong? It's like, yeah. what did Guy Fieri ever do to you? Right. All he does <laughs> is, like, bring attention to little restaurants and stuff. I don't know why I don't like him. Yeah. <laughs> you, you kind of feel like a D-bag for thinking he's a D-bag after you, yeah. after you hear the argument for why he's not a D-bag. You're like, it, uh. It's funny. Guy Fieri's that guy that, like... You know, he's the annoying kid who sits behind you in math class that thinks that your backpack's cool, <laughs> and he likes that you're wearing your Radiohead shirt to, to school, and you're like, you're an idiot. Radiohead sucks, man. But you're wearing a shirt, you know? But he just thinks you're so cool. And then then you realize, like, later in life when you run into him at the mall when he's walking around by himself that he's actually kind of cool. Is this a specific thing that happened to you? It happens this, to everyone in life. <laughs> I never wore Radiohead shirts. I'm, it's been a little know. beyond my... You yeah. know, fill, fill in the blank. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Is like there's that guy that you think like I don't want to be your friend, man, and then you end up being friends with him, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was that friend to you. I, I approached you and Deborah because I wanted to be friends with you guys, and you're like, whatever, man, like get yeah. out of here. Yeah, jerk. Yeah, I was like, dang, it, I want to be friends with these people. They're cool. Yeah, and you're like, well, that's I? that's how you do it. I learned later in life, like if you want a girl, you have to say I don't like that girl. Oh, I see. So in order to trap you, in order to bring you in, I had to push you away first. Okay. Yeah, it worked. All right. Yeah, you're locked in. All right. <laughs> I guess I just didn't pull any drama on Rose. So you that, did, oh. See, that was the thing. You were beyond that. I think any other girl I would have dropped drama on, but yeah, the, I the, like that girl. So The people that we didn't push away, like the Arden Osbournes and, and you know the, those kind of people, yeah. they turned out to be turds. Yeah. They didn't, want to, you know, they didn't want to be our friend bad enough. Yeah, that's true. Or, Whatever happened to that guy? I did look him up once. Every once, every once in a while, some the name Arden pops up, and I'm like, "Oh, I can't find." Go check up on that Arden. Yeah, see what's going on with him. Um, so I was asking you, so just because the, the um, Al Franken stuff has come out this week. Oh yeah. Um, so you know, actually, I heard the story before I saw the picture. Yeah. And the story was just made me angry, huh. and uh, and then I saw the picture because the picture kind of came up, and I thought. Um, that that may have just been like somebody like he was joking, doing an Abu Gharib parody kind of thing. Oh right, yeah. And and so I I dismissed it, 
And then reflecting on the story, I realized, like, holy crap, like, he annoyed the crap out of this woman. Yeah. He and, wrote a script or something where he had to kiss her. And then yeah, he and then he was the very, ins- who's he's very insistent on the idea that they had to practice the kiss. Yeah. I'm from Hollywood, and we had to practice the kiss. And then they practice kiss, and then he slips his greasy tongue, tongue in her throat, you know. Lizard and, tongue. And she, yeah. was, she was angry about that. Sure. Um, and then the rest of the tour, he was just acting like a jerk, um, drawing devil horns on her Have, headshot, and just like, ah, see, you didn't want to kiss me, or you don't, you just ignore me, and I'm, this is how I'm going to act. Have you had to go back your, in your own personal history and interactions with people and try and figure out where you've crossed that line that they would, we didn't know there was a line? Because like I had a, a friend who um, carved his initial into the back of a drunk friend's head, and this same friend, I said, hey good on you because when he got drunk one time we taped him to a wheelchair and uh drew a penis on his face Uh, and i've i've been a party to two penis drawings on people's faces or you know like writing things on their face Uh when they pass out and i'm like okay is that crossing the line i've never done any of the things i had to look these up and you can google them arabian goggles uh mushroom (laughs) stamp uh roman war helmet uh, all these things. I've, I've never done those things. Uh, I sat in gum was a good one. A friend of mine oh, did yeah. to me one time. And championship ring. But, but like, right, the championship ring, my Super Bowl ring. Super but Bowl do, ring. do I have to go to that friend now who did the satin gum and say like, hey, you know, you, you crossed the line because I thought it was hella funny back then. And, and now I've got to look back through all these interactions that I've had with people and decide if somebody, there was a coworker that I was attracted to. And one day we were at the bar, a bunch of us after work, and she didn't have her uniform on. And I realized that she was super buff, like mm-hmm. ripped, right? And I complimented her on her on it, but maybe I was over complimentary. Like mm. people were like, you're being a little creepy. And I was like, I'm terribly sorry. I'm just super impressed, you know, like, because she looks really good. Well, and I, I, so, think it, I think in a lot of ways, um, you know, at young age, when you're at 18 through mid-20s, <laughs> 35. Um, you're, you're, you're not quite awake yet. Yeah. You do stupid stuff. Yeah. And you're interacting with other people who aren't quite awake yet who receive stupid stuff. Right. And say stupid stuff. Now, that's not to say that really bad things don't happen at those times. Um, and that's not to say that those kind of antics um, could, should fly or be okay, considered okay. But I think in a lot of ways, because so much stuff happens back then, because there's not enough cell phones... There's not enough um, repetition of what the crap happened last night. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you don't get a full scope of those. But I don't think it really comes down to the Chris Dyer level. I think it's still being held at the celebrity level. And yeah. that's why we're getting a lot of those stories. So I think the one that really angered me a lot was the Sylvester Stallone one here in Las Vegas. He raped a girl. Right? Yeah. That's the he, accusation. He did. And he forced, her, he forced her onto another person. and. Oh. Um, you know, and he denies it, and that's the road he's going to take with this stuff, even though that a police report was uh, taken, yeah. uh, not filed, but taken uh, in the situation there. So there's documentation that this discussion of an accusation was uh, expressed to Metro. Right. And I think Sylvester Stallone has had enough things to say, like, he does have a history of, of being in these types of situations. Yeah, um, it seems like somebody of that level of celebrity would probably have that sort of interaction with somebody. Yeah, and so, you know, it's it's definitely not our place to judge. Yeah. Um, it's just movies seem really weird to me right now. And I remember somebody posting something about American Beauty just not being the same with Kevin Spacey. 
And and not worth rewatching, I don't think. I it, saw it back then. And I don't think it it's even one of those movies we have. No. In at least but but uh, it's yeah, that's a that's a one time watch. Yeah, I've had to I mean like I, I've maybe had one sexual encounter that may have been sketch. I've never sent anybody any lewd pictures or anything like that, so that's fortunate. Like I've seen um um Jesse Law's watch. Oh yeah, Jesse Law liked to do that thing. Yeah, yeah. I had a roommate in the Navy. Just I don't want to clear this up. I because I just threw that out there, and then I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute, somebody might think that I <laughs> raped somebody or something. But I, I had a roommate who there was a girl who liked to hang out with a lot of dudes at the barracks in uh, the ceremonial guard, and I'd spoken to her. Other people had spoken. She dated one of my roommates, and she was dating another roommate of mine. And they came back from a nightclub or something. And it was a Saturday night. I was watching SNL. And we had a room that uh, the the they had uh, bathrooms in between the rooms, so every two rooms shared a bathroom. And the one next door to us was so small that nobody ever wanted to live in it, so we just kind of used it as a hangout. And my roommate was in there with that girl, and then he came in and he was like, "She wants to uh, while I watch." And I said, a "Negatory, good buddy, but if she wants to come to our room, I would be happy to um, spend time with her." And we did spend time together. But, you know, it was completely consensual. Just weird for me because the it could have been really strange. I'm <laughs> not into letting anybody watch. But that was offered, and I said no, but then I did spend time with this young lady, and it was all consensual and very Has this ever been put nice. on the record before? I don't think so. Wow. But I just didn't want to put it out there like I had raped anybody. It was oh, just, okay. you know, like, clarify no, that. Yeah, she, was, she was down for a good time, and I was bored on a Saturday night. And so we enjoyed one another's company for a little while, I've, and no big deal. I've been, I've been lucky being Mormon Dave yeah. my whole life. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I've come to school on Monday mornings, and everyone was hanging out that weekend. Right. And I'm like, well, how come I, I didn't get to hang out with you guys, you know? <laughs> and, and then I hear stories, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad they didn't throw me into oh, that. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, Sometimes you just end up somewhere people are sometimes somewhere where someone gets victimized, and then they're like, they're kind of a victim too. Like they don't know what to do. Like yeah. you could have been brought to a place where something bad happened and then you would have been Mormon Dave and you wouldn't have participated, mm-hmm. but also not maybe stepped in to stop something. Right. And then you're put in a terrible position. You're so yeah, position. you're glad you weren't even there. Yeah. And you know, working with young men and I guess this is a segue of a direction I wanted to go with this conversation too, or hoping to at least. Yeah. Uh, because you know, I, I see the discussions people are doing their Facebook lives and you know, like, you know, hey, if I've done anything to anyone out there, I'm sorry. You totally, know? right. Blanket um, apology. And, and I think that's good. Yeah. Apologies are good if you did it, you know, like that's good. But I think the more important thing is to work on the up and coming generation on this stuff. Hmm. And I don't want to pull into, how do I talk to my kids? You, you don't have to. But you instill enough self-confidence for your children to be happy with who they are. And, and and to not live in this world of fantasy where this is what I need to be doing right now. I need to be receiving this. I need to be doing this or whatever. Um, I have no idea what you're talking about. You have no idea what I'm talking about. So what I'm saying is you're raising that next generation yeah. um, to, to not be so caught up in uh, what all the friends are doing. Okay. Being put into those situations. Right. Um, so... That's the direction I was heading in. It's easier, I think, now, hopefully, for kids to figure out what's right and what's wrong. I mean, it's all out there now. Well, there is, but then it's just ridiculous how stupid, you know, this 
13 Reasons Why on, on Netflix. Uh-huh. Uh, all of a sudden, Suicide became so cool. You watch South Park, they're pretty tied into the, the zeitgeist I've of missed things. a couple of episodes of South Park recently. So, i got to catch up. So this last season, uh-huh. before this one, uh, they, they address it, where Suicide was just so cool. Cartman was trying to commit suicide oh, yeah, yeah, constantly, yeah. you know? Yeah, he was threatening um, to. I remember that. And so that that's the thing, is this insecurity, emo-ness being taken to that level now. Yeah. Because um, people are turned into heroes at that point. Oh. Um, and and so there, I th- I feel like any of these actions done at the high school level, yeah, uh, that kind of behavior at a high school level leads back to that. Yeah, that dude, little peep, little peep, just killed yeah. himself, and like, yeah. yeah, that's a big deal. Like a lot of people are dumping on him something to do with fentanyl and Xanax and all that stuff. Yeah, so I guess suicide's the new cool thing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, um, it's heavy. Yeah, I mean, we had Kurt Cobain, I guess, you know. Allegedly killed himself. Yeah, I know. Yeah, dude, Rogan addressed that him. again. Rogan addressed that with Billy Corgan. He's like, oh yeah. And Billy's like, look, I went through a lot of stuff. There's stuff associated with that that I can't talk about. Rogan's kind of dumb. He doesn't realize that Billy Corgan was writing music for Courtney Love at that time. Like, right? He is so woven into that story that he doesn't want to go back there. And right? Rogan just continued to like talk about it as if he was giving. Billy Corgan, a refresher. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude lived it. Like, he lived it. And you're he, triggering him. Like, he, stop that. And he doesn't want to talk about exactly. it. Exactly. And then he even said, it too, that they'll, they'll be at some live event asking, you know, QAs, and some fan will get out there and bring it up. And it's just like, do you really think I want to talk about that? Do no. You, do you realize how serious that is? People think he was involved on some level because he may have been involved with Courtney Love while she was married to Kurt. Right. Like, leave Billy out of that. He doesn't want anything to do with it. No. Dude, somebody started a thread on the Enterprise website that I'm on, uh, and, and, it's, and it's gotten more responses than most threads I've ever seen where they're talking about um, how many people died on cruise. Uh, when you go out for six months, people die. And, and uh, you know, like, somebody actually put the statistics. I'm glad they did. For, you know, every 100,000 people over a six-month period, how many of those people die? And... Um, being out on a naval ship is not any more dangerous than being alive anywhere else. Mm-hmm. But people are trying to make it sound like it's so dangerous to be on a ship, even in peacetime. And, you know, like, I, I, I just posted, people die. And some guy was like, yeah, but these people died way before their time or, you know, from some unnatural cause. So I'm like, okay, slip and falls in the kitchen, drunk driving accidents. Uh, you know, uh, uh, bad drug interactions. These are all before their time and from some unnatural cause. People die, dude. Like, relax. If you lose three people out of five or 6,000 people on a six-month cruise, it's normal. Like, some guys just go to sleep and don't wake up. And everybody's like, oh, he died out at sea. And he's like, it's not the stress of being out at sea or the danger of being on a ship. Like, if we lost a dude a day, if somebody fell off the ship and got lost or got sucked into an airplane intake every day of the cruise, you'd lose 180 people out of 5,000. It's not a big deal. Yeah. It's really not. Okay. Like yeah. to, to be in combat or something like that, to be in a real military branch where people, a real military branch, sorry, like <laughs> the Navy is, is a real military <clears throat> branch, but to be in a real combat situation, not in the safety of a ship, where all we talked about was safety. It's like if every day you got up and you had to have a safety brief about, hey, the floor in your kitchen could be slippery. Be careful. Or, you know, don't, don't fall and hit your head on the counter. And you'd be like, oh, okay, thanks. Hey, everybody, just so you know, that's where a lot of people die, in their kitchen or in the bathroom, slip and falls. Big deal. 
But they were constantly harping on that. So we were way more aware of it. We were probably safer than walking around in your house when you're on a ship. But these, you know, like, it's like people in the Navy just kind of want to, like, bump up their, their, whoop, their GPA. Yeah. Yeah, relax. We weren't getting shot at, okay? We, we, I knew guys, uh, when I lived in Germany, uh, my stepdad was in the Army. They would go out and do field exercises, and these dummies would lay down near the exhaust of uh, a tank because it's warm, and somebody would fire up the tank and roll over them. Jeez, You know dude. what I mean? Like, you just don't know that the person's laying there. They're in camouflage. They're on the yeah. ground, and they get squished by a tank. Yeah. Uh, that's real. Like, that's that's dangerous, being around heavy machinery and equipment like that. But, uh, you know, when you're on a ship, the people that work around the planes, very safety aware. So, yeah, like, they just want to bring it to a dark place where it's so, so sketchy being out on the ship. You're like, yeah, relax. <laughs> it's not like being a 21-year-old rapper, you know, taking Xanax and fentanyl. Right. Apparently that dude killed himself on video or something like that. On video? Yeah. Jeez, well, I mean, like he showed, I just got the TMZ headline. Well, he showed what he was taking, I guess. Like okay. he, People saw that he had, like, fentanyl. and I mean, it doesn't take much fentanyl to kill you. And I don't know. I, I I was reading some stuff from Darren Vick. Like I guess people were making fun of the fact that the kid had killed himself. I watched one of his rap songs, "White Wine." I don't I don't get it. Like it's it, I, I don't know. My stuff's better. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all I ever think now when I see like mumble rap or like uh, the the um, who are the ones that did the thing with Katy Perry, uh, the Migos, uh-huh. like that. You know, that kind of. And I'm like, I kind of. Get it? It's okay, but yeah. it's no Juggalo Patriot. No, like it's kind of weak, and that kid's kind of the same thing. But um, I mean, I think he was, I think he was planning on doing this anyway. Uh, he like wanted to die young. Mm. It was kind of his thing. Like in the video, there's like a poster of Amy Winehouse. Like clearly, uh, he was kind of idolizing, you know, ones that had uh, died before their. I don't time know if he made them. it yet, though. <sighs> he made it now. He's super famous now. I never heard of him before, but well, my, I don't know, my but, daughter has. But I don't think he's super... Well, again, I guess we're old people. Yeah, we are old people. So uh, this kid was yeah, 21, tattoos all over his face. Yeah, some gnarly tattoos yeah, on him. Definitely no future of like working in a cubicle for him. He was <laughs> he was going to make it as a star or die trying, and he died trying. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, have suicide rates gone up or anything? Is that why it's become part of the zeitgeist, that they have to make shows about it on Netflix? Well, that was based off one of those teen novels. Um, oh. And, I, yeah, I, I, I think they just found a, a very nice way, of, nice way, uh, one of those ways that um, kids can jump into it. And so not they're going to say not necessarily trying to glorify it, but trying to just bring it to the attention. Of yeah. It. Okay, but they're definitely making money off of it and glorifying it. Yep. Yeah, huh. that's the stuff that angers me. Yeah. It's just when it's brought to that level. But yeah. When's the CCRC meeting? I, I think don't it's, wanna, like, it's the 21st, so is that Tuesday? Next, next Tuesday? Next Tuesday. So we have a podcast before that. Hopefully Carl can... Well, come. I think I'm gone next week. Oh. So... So we did three in a row, and then we're going to skip. That's cool. Yeah, we're going to do a different day or whatever. No, yeah, whatever. Uh, We've done Thanksgiving time. We can be consistently inconsistent. I'd like that. Instead of like a year off, like three in a row, then skip one, then two in a row, or four in a row. I was doing the math on this. Uh So say we didn't take a year off like we did. Yeah. That was like a year, wasn't it? About a year, Pretty close. Yeah, we did a few sporadically. So so if we were at our prime and we were doing monetization, Uh yeah, we'd be making close to 50 bucks an episode. Wow. I know. 
So, I mean, how do you figure that? How does that work? I don't, I don't understand. Like, we'd be up at, like, episode 400 or so by now, and we'd be making... No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, if we were doing monetization back mm-hmm. when we were in our prime... Oh, um, I see. Our old numbers... Our old ap- numbers... Applied now. Yeah, yeah. Those old numbers, it would wow. be about 50 bucks an episode. Not bad. Like... Yeah, I yeah, mean, I mean that's not quit your job money, but that's definitely uh, no, that's definitely like pay for bandwidth, money. soup soup up the the podcast yeah. money. So all right, well we'll get back to that level again. Yeah, um, I think again too we have a lot of opportunities uh, because we do need to expand our conversation beyond just our universe. Yeah, and and I know that's going to take some planning, and I think it would be really cool for everyone who wants to be involved, including including Megan, um, because Discord is the future. But um, we could Skype in candidates as well as Megan. Well, Discord's the future. On yeah, that. I don't want to invite those people to your yeah. house. Like that let's, was always cool. Let's not use a Skype word. Oh, sorry. Um, uh, but Discord's going to be right. the future for that stuff, and that's where you get a lot of people involved. Because I, I've been watching to see, and I've been asking and talking to people about what works for them. And when they do these networked uh, podcasts, they gather people involved. Yeah, uh, that's the way they're able to get everyone on the channel. So I'm just trying to find the easiest way for us to because we have busy lives. Um, but to be able to have that into uh, the best monetization in the best platform, be easier to get some high level guests that way. Yeah, and that's what—that's exactly what we need to do. We need to have a specific guest each week for this stuff. Yeah, um, and you know, like some random comedian or something that. Uh, yeah, yeah, or some band that'd be neat. Yeah, right to just put out put it out there to some folks like be on our podcast because I imagine that like if you had something to promote and you had the time to promote it. And Dave against the machine with their 200 listeners was like, <laughs> yeah. you know, can you be on our show? And you're like, I do have time. I need the practice. Yeah. Like, it's all about repetition. Yeah, no pressure. Yeah. So, yeah, we got fun with that. So, anyway, we, we, we're we not done. We're not done with the podcast. So, we're ready to open up a new chapter on this stuff. Right. Um, it's just the, the world's handing us the many opportunities associated with it. So. Yeah, why would you say we're not done? It's obviously we're not done. Yeah. We back. Yeah, we back, y'all. <laughs> Man, you, we've been flooded with hearts this whole time. I don't know if it's Megan who's been hitting us with all the hearts, but I'm watching on Periscope. I see it, yeah. Yeah. I'm not hearting it. No. Here, I'll do it. There, yeah. no, no, I love Rand Paul is blowing it. Oh, that's you. I see the hearts there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Whoever's giving us the hearts, give us a big tap of hearts real quick. Yeah, blow it up. I just want to see it blow it up. Oh, there's going to be a... No, there's none. It's just oh, no, no, no. Because <laughs> there's a delay in there. You're in the room. You heard me. Right. So I just, I just want to see it there. There we go. That is just like a steady tap of hearts. Oh, and there's four people watching. That's cool. Yeah, six. It just bounced up. Neat. I know. <laughs> it's, it's us watching us, watching people watch us. Exactly. Yeah, it's so a, meta. It's a big staring contest. Yep. All right, so we're, we're going to be wrapping this thing up. Um, all the high periscope people are watching us on this. Yeah. Um, we recognize that you're getting audio from the camera. You're not getting it from here. But you can find us on iTunes, Dave Against the Machine. Yeah. And on Facebook. Yeah, type in DATM. Might as well promote all that now that we're on video. This video is going to be up forever, so you can hit me up on uh, at Juggalo Patriot on Twitter. And you guys already know I'm at DATM on, on the Twitter as well. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're I'm going to repost these onto Twitch, but let's get all organized. I said I had some house cleaning. I've started doing house cleaning on right. our um, footprint online, so... You mean house cleaning, like all this clutter up here, except for our award for Dave Against the Machine number one podcast. Yeah, there we go. All right. Um, you going to hit the button? No. I'm trying to turn off this one first. <laughs> <laughs> you got to like, turn a bunch of different stuff off. 
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.